everyone and welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. We're going to start this week off with the fragrance oil of the week, which is Caramel Apple. Yes, another fall fragrance to get you in the mood for the colder weather. Yay! Alright, so we've got... Um, there are, this is one of those that is another kind of, there's vanilla in it and it's going to brown on you. So you're going to want to make sure that you keep some of your, if you want to add color, if you don't want to add color, it's going to brown. There you go. The end. Um, if you do want to add color, you may want to leave some of your soap uncolored so that you have the color in there. Like if you decide to add, um, like white or green or any colors of red or anything like that. Yeah. You definitely want to leave that part uncolored. And there's still a chance that it'll bleed, so you kind of have to take that into mind where the vanilla may bleed into your color. Uh, but, anywho, moving on. Elements Bath & Body doesn't carry it. Sorry, guys. Uh, fl flaming Candle. They offer it, but it is not skin safe, so you're going to have to save that one for your candles and wax melts. Uh, Wholesale Supplies Plus, they have one called Apple Caramel Crunch. Sounds delicious. Um, that one has 7% vanilla in it. But uh, the usage rate is 10%. Of course, you want to roll that back. You, you don't want to go that high with your usage rate. As usual, you want to kind of steer that one a little bit lower. This is one of those where the fragrance oil may be strong enough that you can kind of roll it back down 5 4 3%, depending on the, how strong the fragrance is. Uh, Nature's Garden has it. Their vanilla content is 4.5% with a 5% usage rate. Rustic Essentials, they call theirs apple butter and caramel which sounds good too Ooh, i tell you today was researching all of this i ended up going buying an apple pie because i was like mm. yeah so anywho i'm sorry um uh, theirs is a vanilla content of 6.7 percent with 8.30 on the usage rate indigo fragrance theirs the vanilla content was 3.13 usage rate was 7.1 Fragrance Buddy was 2.20 on the vanilla content with 2% on the usage rate. Bee Scented, 7% on their vanilla content, 10% on the usage rate. Nature's Fragrance, uh, Candle Science, Nurture Soap, and Arizona Mad Oils didn't carry it. Soap Making with Lisa, that's one of their fall fragrances, so they didn't have it on their website, but if you go to the Facebook group for Soap Making with Lisa, she does have a thread for fall fragrances, so if she still has any in stock, you may be able to order it directly from her to get it. Now, the vanilla content listed was 4%, but she didn't have it listed at what the usage rate is, so you'll need to check with her to find out what that is if you're interested. Uh, Lone Star Candle Supply. Now, I was really excited to see this. They had their vanilla content listed. That was fantastic. They even went the extra mile. They had their ethavanillin content, which is like a synthetic vanillin, uh, 4%. The vanilla was 7%. And then the usage rate was 40%. Of course, like I said, you don't want to use that much. I mean, you'll be swimming in fragrance oil at that point. Um, Candles and Supply carries it. They said it was skin safe, but they didn't have the usage rate and they didn't have the vanilla content. So you'll want to reach out to them to find out if you if you are interested in using it in your soap. Uh, New York Scent and Save on Citric slash Make Your Own Dot Buzz slash Chemistry Connection slash slash slash. They don't carry it uh, right now. All the places that don't carry it, it's just temporary. I say that because you never know. They may carry it later. Uh, let's see, fragranceshed.com.au carries it. 7% is the vanilla content. Between 4 and 5 is the usage rate. Save on scents. 
didn't say what their vanilla content was, but they have standard percentage is 44%, ultra 33%, extreme is 22%. That kind of makes me laugh every time I see that. Uh, Aztec candles and soap supplies, their vanilla content was the lowest I found, which is 1.30%. And they didn't say what their usage rate is. So if you are interested in using theirs, please reach out and check with them. The reason I say that is because it may be another one of those strong fragrances. Sometimes with the fall fragrances, they can be really, really strong. So check with them first just to be on the safe side. I do not suggest just kind of doing the one ounce per pound of oil because you just don't know. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned the uh, Just Scent. Theirs is at 2.80 on the vanilla and it's one ounce per pound of oil for their usage rate. Um, Let's see, we also have uh, Bath Bomb World does not carry it. Um, the Sage doesn't carry it. Um, the SoapKitchen.co.uk does not carry it. Um, Candles and Supply, CandlesSupply.com.au had a caramelized toffee apple. They didn't say what their vanilla content was, but their usage rate was 1.50%. So that seems like it's going to be a, another strong one for you there. Uh, Let's see, then there is justasoap.co.uk didn't carry it and crafttastic.co.uk didn't carry it either. Um, if there is a fragrance oil company that you use and you're overseas and you would like to kind of have them included in these, please message me. You can do, through, do so through soaperschat at outlook.com. That way I can include them because it's always nice to be able to have suppliers in your area to know about and I'm still researching the great beyond out there to find other uh, fragrance oil companies all over the world so that I can include them because you never know you may not be aware of them but somebody else is and sharing that knowledge somebody else is able to benefit of of this information to be able to buy the fragrances in their area as well yeah so that's all we have for the fragrance oils for the week the uh, caramel apple and the color of the week kind of goes with the caramel apple, apple green. So if you have a soap that you've made with an apple green uh, coloring, please share it on the Soapers Chat at Facebook uh, group. We would love to see it. I know I would love to see it. Um, but yeah, that's what we have for you there. Next up, we have our YouTuber of the week, uh, which is Stella. And I apologize if I butcher this last name uh, for Decima. Now she has been soaping for almost a year now and her videos have been fantastic. She's got a number of different videos. It looks like she's always got something new going on with her soaps, which is fantastic. Most recently uh, was a gradient soap that she had where she included like several different, um, it's a cir circular soap and inside they're smaller and smaller tubes so that she can kind of control the coloring, which was amazing. I'm, I'm very impressed with that one. Um, but all of her soaps, she's showing something new. Like the one that I really can't wait to watch, I'm kind of saving it, is um, she has one that says transparent to Rumex. It looks like she painted it with gold mica. It's just beautiful. But she's even got soap petals. Um, there's all kinds of, of different videos that she's got on here. And it looks like she does intermingle between cold process soap and melt and pour soap, which is fantastic. I love to see 
soapers that diversify. That's just amazing. But I'll include a link to her YouTube page so you can check that out. Uh, the next, uh, next thing we want to talk about is Soap Club. I know it's not like Fight Club. Totally different thing. Uh, now, these guys have been around for quite a while. They've been around since January of 2015. They only have about 1,366 members. However, the one thing that stands out to me is some of the pictures that I've seen are um, phenomenal. I, I'm kind of intrigued because it seems like you go down that rabbit hole. The first thing that kind of stood out to me was cannabis soap, where she used cannabis powder, ginseng tea, and activated charcoal. I was like, wow, I didn't even ever hear of cannabis powder before. I'm like, um, I wonder if that one, if it has the medicinal properties, but of course we cannot talk about medicinal um, in the United States. I know other countries, individual situations may vary, but in the States, we're not allowed to talk about medicinal properties because then that's going on a different tangent where you're not dealing with the same rules you're then calling it a medical item and then you have to go get assessments and tests and oh it just becomes a big headache so it's better not to talk about the medicinal part of it and just say yeah it's a coloring mm -hmm. yeah so to make a long story longer uh she's there's also um recipes uh the ones that stood out to me was a bath bomb recipe for human months and shower steamers. Shower steamers I've had a little bit of trouble with, so it's still one of those things I still struggle with and, and trying to make the perfect shower steamer that I'm happy with. I uh, haven't had a chance to make bath bombs in a while simply because, just because I don't have the room for them, but it's nice to see somebody provide other solutions to problems that people have faced with making bath bombs where you know, during the winter, they have zero issues because the humidity is low. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden in the summer, it's just a big hot mess. You can't get a, a bath bomb to stay together for, for love nor money. And it's just simply because of the humidity level. So it's nice when other people provide resources to say, hey, this is what works for me. Hopefully it'll work for you. But of course, naturally you want to test that to make sure that it's going to work for you properly. Um, but yeah, so that is your uh, Facebook group of the week, Soap Club, and I will provide a link in the comments there for you. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about is uh, homemade laundry soap. So I noticed a, a couple of comments in other soaping groups about laundry soap, and it kind of made me start thinking back when I first made laundry soap, and that was a hot mess. A uh, couple different ways that you can make it. Liquid is one way, and I'll never do that again. And of course, powder, which uh, it involves taking your soap, shredding it up. I know sometimes what people will do if their soap is too lye heavy, what they'll do is they'll throw it in a crock pot, mix in the um, oils that may have been neglected or they need to add to it in order to make it not lye heavy anymore. And then you can turn around and, you know, shave it down and then add it to make laundry soap and the way that you can do that is you can add other things to it for example you can add baking soda washing soda citric acid boric acid uh, vinegar uh, there's all kinds of things and naturally you can also add uh, fragrance oil or essential oil um, and there you go you have washing soap you have the laundry soap so with that if you decide that you want to go that route you can also um, not only do you do you not have to worry about 
you know, okay, I messed up a, a batch of soap. What do I do with it? Laundry soap. Now, if, if you don't have a messed up batch of soap, I would not go and shave a bar um, simply because it's not going to work the same way on laundry as it does on your skin. The objective is to clean off the oils and the butters, or well, not butters, but the oils that are on your clothes and the dirt. So what you may want to do is either use what they did 100 years ago, Fells Naphtha or Zote, or you can make a 100% coconut bar. So all that is is 100% coconut oil, not the fractionated coconut oil, but regular either 76 degree where it, it goes liquid at 76 degrees or hotter, or I think there's another one, but I think that one's more expensive. You might as well go with the 76. It's easier to obtain, um, but you can do either a, a zero fat or a 1% fat, uh, super fat uh, coconut bar. That's it. And the nice thing about it is not only can you shred that up to make a um, laundry soap, uh, you can keep sticks of it and use that as a stain stick to get, you know, really messed up pieces, like kid got chocolate on his pants. Great. Use a stain stick. There you go. So that's kind of what I'm talking about there. So the goal is to get the oil and the grime out of your clothes. That is an awesome way to do it. So the reason I say I'll never do liquid laundry soap again is because I got some Fells Naphtha. I still have a bar upstairs. I'll never do this again. But I tried videos from YouTube where I shredded it up and then I didn't get the water hot enough and it looked like you had to get the water hot and it helps kind of dissolve the shredded soap and then you can add to it washing soda like I said baking soda washing soda I think I did borax I didn't do any citric acid um, but it didn't mix enough and I was the only person that used it and I had like five gallons of it so it took forever to go through it and I finally did and I'm like never again if anything I would try the um, dry soap next time where uh, you just grind everything up, mix it together, and you just kind of use it like you would a powder. Same kind of principles. I'll include a couple of links that looked very helpful to making it. One of them is the Soap Queen. She had like three different recipes listed. Uh, another one that I, I saw was how to make soap. Uh, and she kind of walks you through making a, a coconut oil soap. She's amazing because she does a um, fluid hot process. And... Um, I just love watching soap volcanoes. It's just my weakness. I just love it. And she did such a huge batch and watching her try to control that was so funny because sometimes you just can't control the volcano and you just need to let it happen. So I'll include a link for her video in the, in the description there so you can enjoy it as well. But I'm not sure if she did uh, any super fat in hers. I don't think she super fatted at all. Um, but she watching her cut it up was kind of cool because she had one of those great big cheese cutting knives to cut it so that was fairly interesting but another solution that you can also use outside of naphtha or zode or a coconut oil bar is they also have soap nuts i'm gonna look for some of those that looks it sounds very interesting i i, I would have to kind of play with it um i probably would not replace the standard laundry soap with soap nuts it just doesn't sound right i i could change my mind on it once using them but yeah, it should be fairly interesting, but that's another solution out there as well, If you, especially if you want to go natural. So I know with 
everybody trying to be more environmental. Definitely making your own laundry soap is a way to go. However, also be careful because I don't know how this is going to react with those high efficiency uh, washers. And I don't want you ruining a perfectly good washer on homemade soap. Um, especially if you go to add it in and walk away and all of a sudden you come back and you have soap all over the floor where it has literally agitated so much that the soap is just going everywhere. So please research before you go that route. All right, and the last thing I want to mention before I let you guys go for the week is it is that time of year to sign up for craft shows. If you are somebody who waits until the end of the year to sell all of your soaps and other items that you might make, now is the time to start signing up. Um, I sign up for five shows towards the end of the year. Uh, and one of those I may not be able to get into because I waited too long. Uh, so that might be four shows. But I have a couple shows in September, a couple shows in October, and uh, one in November and one in December. Oh, I may have six. I've got to double check that. Um, yeah, but there are some shows where um, if you do your research... You may have a situation where there is like a five-year wait to get into a show. Um, those shows usually are where you have the potential to sell out of everything that you own. So if you are fortunate, to, fortunate enough to get into a show like that, kudos to you. But you want to make sure that if you want to sell all your soaps, number one, Make sure that you have the necessary forms and licensing and assessments and insurance and what have you for your town slash state slash country. Wherever you are, make sure that you have the, the uh, forms and licensing and assessments and what have you uh, taken care of prior to selling because nothing sucks worse than going and sell, trying to sell your wares and the state coming up and saying, okay, let's see your paperwork. Oops. Yeah, that's always fun. Not, um, but, uh, start researching now. Actually, you should have started researching probably a month ago, but better late than never. Um, check your area. Uh, I know that some, there's some really good Facebook groups out there that you can join that will talk about different events going on in your area. Um, I like the fact that one of the shows that I attend, I've attended it, this will be the fourth year this year, and they do not allow multi-level marketing in. And what that means is um, the companies where uh, a major corporation makes the product and then people buy the product and then they turn around and resell the product. Now, this is one where you make the product, you sell the product. That's it. I love that. On far, there's not enough shows that do that kind of thing. And I think there should be more because that it just kind of makes you feel better knowing that you're not having to compete with a major company. You're competing with other crafters. Uh, but if you're going to sign up for something like that, just be prepared. Um, do your research. Um, I'll try to do a little bit further discussion about that next week. Um, but if you've got a ton of soap to offload, uh, now's the time to sign up and start doing that. Um, that way you never know. You might have some money for the holidays that you didn't have previously because you were able to get rid of some of your soap. And there's a lot of people who are like, yay, I have Christmas presents for people. And yeah, so that's always a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoy finding homes for my soaps because then that frees up space where I can make more soaps. Yay. Speaking of homes for soaps, one thing I want to kind of talk about is having your dream soaping space. 
I know some people are currently relegated to a table, maybe in their kitchen or even in their dining room or a small room in the back of their house. Um, but I know some people dream of bigger and better things. What do you dream of? Do you dream of a room? Do you dream of a building in the backyard? Do you dream of a professional building like a commercial where you can really expand? Or have you dreamt of that and made it into a reality? That is always something that's kind of interesting to see how people have been so successful that they have moved from making soap on their dining room table to making soap in a shed to making soap in a building to making soap in a warehouse to making soap commercially to getting it into stores I mean watching people's success is fantastic so if you have dreams of what you want to kind of move up to post them in the Soapers Chat Facebook group I know I would love to see that, and I know a lot of other people might want to see it as well. But I love to see people's successes. It is so fabulous to see people migrate from, oh, hey, guys, I went from the room in the back of my house to a shed. Oh, hey, six months later, I have moved from the shed in the backyard to a building um, in downtown of my hometown or hey I've moved from the building in my hometown to a giant warehouse and I'm growing fast so I need to get help so it's nice to see people's successes with that so if you've had that kind of success go to the Soper's Chat Facebook group and post your successes I know I would love to hear it all right, that's it for this week's episode if you have any questions feel free to message me at soperschat at outlook.com as I mentioned before, we've got the Soper's Chat Facebook group. I'm still working on the Instagram page. Like I said, they don't exactly like uh, links to websites, so I've got to work on that. Uh, I've got one link on there right now. I'm trying to kind of work on that. So bear with the dust. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and tune in next week. Bye.